0: Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Optimal Startup Daily, Episode 140, How to Get Paid for What You Love, by Chris Gillibo of chrisguillebeau.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host here, and welcome to another edition of Optimal Startup Daily where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. For now, let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. How to Get Paid for What You Love by Chris Guillebeau of chrisguillebeau.com. I'm no consultant, but from time to time, as in several times a day, people ask for my opinion about building some kind of online business. I'm happy to give my two cents for whatever it's worth, and I'm sure there are times when it's not worth more than that. How can you do something you love and make a good living from it? Much of my unconventional guides business is devoted to answering this very question in one way or another. And as discussed before, often when we ask for advice, we really don't want advice. We want someone to say, that's great, go for it. But when people really want advice about building a business out of something they love, there are a few principles that are fairly universal. Starting with, not everything you love makes a good business. In fact, most things you love don't really make a good business. This is probably the most common misconception of the entire follow your passion concept. You love water sports or crafting or traveling, for example. So why not build a business around it and do what you love all the time? There are actually several reasons why this isn't always a good idea. One of which is that you might not like everything that goes along with running a business as much as you like the actual activity. So sure, you like traveling, but how much do you wanna work while you're traveling? Do you like the business of crafting or just the crafting itself? Second, not everything you do is commercially viable. Chances are no one will pay money to watch you go surfing. And this brings us to the next point. What you love must be relevant to other people. Whoever your prospects, customers, or clients are, They have to identify with what you do and believe it can be possible for them as well. That's why you work to find the magic convergence between your passions and what customers will pay for. I go on and on about this in my business work. If you have the empire building kit, I'm sorry for repeating myself, but I repeat myself, you have to meet a clear need or solve a real problem for the people who pay you. This is critical. In fact, the more you can focus on other people's needs and understand how they overlap with a skill you enjoy sharing, that's where the real follow your passion model gains potential. Often you won't get paid for the obvious thing, but something related. To get paid for what you love, you must inspire, educate, or entertain, preferably at least two of the three. But one way or another, you'll get paid for helping people, not just being awesome. As much fun as it is, I don't get paid to travel. I get paid because of a business I've built that helps other people. It has very little to do with my actual travel. Sometimes it helps to separate the business model from your passions, even if the two are ultimately correlated. The main question you have to answer for the business model is, what will customers actually pay me for? It probably isn't surfing or travel unless you're teaching people to go surfing or travel. Instead of breaking in somewhere, create your own market. Freelance writing is a good example. As far as I can tell, supporting yourself as a freelance writer under the traditional system is effectively dead. Business Week, CNN, Psychology Today, and the Huffington Post all pay me a grand total of $0 for the articles they post with my byline. And it's only worth it to me because I've built my own platform at AONC and unconventionalguides.com. Without that platform, I'd literally be working for free. So don't worry about breaking in. Figure out what you can do that no one else is doing, or at least how you can do it in a different way than everyone else is doing. You can waste a lot of time trying to get into an existing system, or you can put the time to good use and build your own system. Ironically, when you do the latter, it becomes easier to break into the original system as you go along. Keep startup costs very low. Someone asked me the other day, if you had $1,000 to start over with my business, how would you spend it? I said I would get a $10 domain name, a free WordPress installation, and a PayPal account. Then I would set up a one-page site and see what I could do with it. If it looked promising, there are plenty of things I could spend the remaining $990 on. I'd probably start with design. But the point is, I would first make sure I had some kind of viable idea. If you can start something without spending a lot of money, that's best. If you have to invest some amount of money, that's okay too but the worst thing you can do is to spend a lot of money and do nothing. Don't do that. Find a way to make it work, just a little. In Louisville, Kentucky, I talked with Nick, who told me about a small photography business he wanted to start. A few weeks later, I saw him again in Charleston, West Virginia, and this time, he had an update. Hey, I sold a print for $50, he said with great enthusiasm, and I knew exactly why Nick was so excited. He wasn't going to cash it in and retire on one $50 sale, but it was very empowering to get paid for something he loved to do. When it comes to a lifestyle business, a little momentum goes a long way. The sooner you can get paid, even a small amount, or a one-time sale, the better. The greatest benefit of a lifestyle business is freedom, but usually we find that freedom does not just appear out of nowhere. It requires a shift in mindset and the corresponding action. It also sometimes requires a surprising amount of work to maintain. See my article called, If You Love Something, You Have to Protect It. These disclaimers are not meant to dissuade anyone. Overall, I think this is a fantastic time to start a business and find a way to get paid for what you love to do, so don't hold back. Just make sure you head off in the right direction. As I see it, the right direction begins with taking action, like Nick did with his $50 print sale. You just listened to the post titled How to Get Paid for What You Love by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillabo.com all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And a big thank you to Chris. Uh, He is a New York Times bestselling author and modern day explorer. During a lifetime of self-employment that included a four-year commitment as a volunteer executive in West Africa, he visited every country in the world, and there are 193 in total, before his 35th birthday, obviously a huge feat. His first book, The Art of Nonconformity, was translated into more than 30 languages, and his second book, The $100 Startup, was a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, selling more than 700,000 copies worldwide. His newest book, The Money Tree, is all about finding the fortune in your own backyard. You can also check out his daily podcast, Side Hustle School, which is downloaded more than 2 million times a month. So come by chrisgillibeau.com for a lot more, and I have that linked in this episode's description. And if you like Chris's style, he frequently writes about personal development too, so you can hear more stories from him on the podcast Optimal Living Daily. But hey, that's it for me today, so hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here with me, and I'll see you back here tomorrow as usual. That's where your optimal life awaits.